This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. Yes, I'm back. I've run out of booze, cigars, and ammo. <laughs> so it was time to come back to yeah. base camp. And I thought you, you were delivered in a box this morning by <laughs> well, Amazon. We cut you out of it, and here you are. Yeah, back just in time <laughs> to witness this. Uh, the best call of last night's fateful field goal attempt from Spanish radio, of course. And by the way, not from a Simpsons episode. Are you ready for this? We can't wait. The Cody Parking. 43 yardas. El snap. Le mete el pie. Distancia, dirección. Le dio el poste. No, falló. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. Los hijos se van con la victoria. Ay, papá. No, señor. No, señor. Chicago. The Spanish Frank Sinatra, uh, I think, it's loosely translated, he missed the kick. Yeah, well, no, senor, no means no way, no way, no way. That's fantastic. And then started singing Chicago. It's great. Now, did you see though? I did. You did see the stadium if you went to Soldier Field, but the the uh, kick was tipped. It was tipped, yeah, partially blocked. Oh, and that changed that changed the trajectory. Now, so you say, well, Cody Parkey shouldn't be the goat because the kick was tipped. However, I would say from yeah. forty-two yards, you need to get that ball up faster. So I still blame Cody Parkey. You do, yeah. I mean, we were bounced from the playoffs by a matter of inches. It hit the upright and then the crossbar, and I really thought it was going to bounce. The other way, and it bounced. Then you haven't the... seen Cody Parkey hit the crossbars oh, or the just, uprights I mean, earlier this year because it never bounces in. No, well, it's his sixth time he's done it this season. Yeah, that's he's 26 quite... years old. He's young, rookie. But he feels bad, Dan. He's it's gotta be an NFL record. You think you're having a bad day today? I feel terrible. Let the team down. Um, that's on me. So I have to own it. I have to be a man. And, can't blame and the upright. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, that's the way it, it went today. I'm like, yeah. So he's yeah. He realizes. All right, he's got to lick his wounds, uh, just like Ed Burke. Ed Burke's clanking around, too, a little bit uh, under indictment. But still defiant. He's going to still run for a 13th term, Dan. Oh, of course he is. Uh, he's, 50, years, 50 years is not enough. Don't you get it? I, I certainly can't get enough of Ed Burke, uh, especially if you like extortion. Then you want him to stick around. He's an impresario, well, up until recently. Eight months of wiretaps, 9,500 conversations. Ooh. Boy, I'd like to see some transcripts. Ed Burke, though, telling family and friends to hold fast. By now, I'm certain that you've learned of yesterday's events. I want you, my friends and supporters, to know that I fully intend to seek re-election. And I am hopeful that you and my many friends uh, will continue to do the work you've already been doing. Yeah. Um, I appreciate your Shaking down help people and your for support. Me. And I want you to know that my family and I want you and your family to have a healthy and oh. wonderful new year. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, thanks so much, Uncle Ed. Gosh. Isn't he great? Mayor Emanuel uh, responded to him stepping down as chairman of the Finance Committee. And I believe this reflects his affection for the city 
and his deep respect for the institution no of the question. city council. Yeah, he uh, he loves the city so much. He's uh, going to extort anyone who tries to open a business in his ward or anywhere else. He's a property. By the way, uh, some of those uh, clients of Ed Burke uh, probably seeking new representation at this point. So uh, that'll to be to the benefit of Madigan. So the good news is that, uh, you know, they'll just be a move away from one of the legalized kingpins in Chicago to the other, lest you think anything would change with Ed Burke's indictment, much less his conviction. Uh, continuing our series of candidates for mayor, our discussions with them in the context of this. Oh, plus uh, another esteemed member of the city council. Yeah. Oh, um, Ricky Munoz. Yeah, we had. Yeah. And we had his not. He didn't have his wife on, but we played her audio about how he's been addictive and a, a womanizer. And, and she finally had the strength to come forward and, and have him arrested for abusing her. Yeah. So another battery. Uh, they another, went to court on the same day. It was very a great day for Chicago politics. I just don't want Ricky Munoz to get lost because, again, two community, two Latino community leaders Ed Burke and Ricky Munoz. They care about the people. They represent the people you see. And uh, I mean, Munoz is a child compared to Burke. He's only been there for two decades. Uh, Twenty five to his 50. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Munoz not running for reelection. But should he step down? Has anybody asked any of the uh, P-hat leftists in office in this city and state? Uh, should Ricky Munoz step down? Anybody in the Chicago press corps querying Democrats about that? Much less Ed Burke. Well, let's query a Democrat. He's LaShawn Ford. He's a state rep, and he's a candidate for mayor, West Side state legislator. LaShawn, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dan and Amy. And I got to say, Amy had the best line the Bears were bounced from the playoffs. Yep. No yeah. pun intended. There you go. Uh, yeah. Well, well. so uh, why don't we start with uh, some of your Democrat colleagues there, uh, Ed Burke and Ricky Munoz. Should they be bounced from the city council? You know, I got to tell you, if their allegations are true, I, I would say yes. There's no doubt that we should always let um, the justice system take place and justice prevail. And people guilty of crime should always um, pay the price. And so, you know, we have, we have to have a society that's fair. You know, I've had my uh, incident yeah. Um, yeah. with with the um, feds and so i'm not so quick to just say that a person should just be thrown under the bus but if ed burke is guilty of extortion uh, then he should go to jail well what but i also know that it's got to be a time where we get rid of uh, of the um, politics that closes government off and only make it work for a few of the well-connected people. And that's what all of this 50 years of being in power has done. Well, they're all connected. I mean, Tony Preckwinkle obviously is connected. She's giving back the money that was raised at his, at the fundraiser that he had at his, at his home, but she's calling on him to resign. So Susana Mendoza, Gary Chico, Bill Daly, they're all trying to separate themselves from Ed Burke, but they're all, don't you believe, in on it with him since day one? You know, I, yeah, I mean, it's clear that that's the circle that's the circle of, of uh, money, and those people stick together. And what we have is a network of people that's been holding Chicago uh, hostage, keeping us from going forward. 
keeping Chicago taxpayers at bay and constantly because of their corruption in the city council, because of their corruption in the county, because of the corruption in the state, taxpayers pay. And we continue to go after taxpayers because um, we have to continue to pay for the corruption of politicians. The Tribune, uh, Chicago Tribune, opined over the weekend about the uh, quote-unquote corruption tax in Chicago. And uh, they offered uh, what I consider rhetorical questions, but I'll ask you to answer them. The Tribune writer, editorial board asked, is Chicago the world-class city its mayors brag about, or is it a land of despots? And if its public officials didn't levy a corruption tax, how many more businesses and jobs would call this city home? That's a particularly salient question for you, representing the West Side, which has a dearth of businesses and jobs. Yeah, I think Chicago politics have been corrupted for such a long time. And then we have a, a daily coming back to drain the system even more. There would be no way the daily family would be wealthy, as wealthy as they are if it wasn't for the taxpayers. The taxpayers have made the daily family rich, wealthy, and now they want to come back and do it to us some more. It's ridiculous. I mean, we have to take the Chicago politics and the state government back to the people and let them uh, run the government. So why do you want to be mayor of Chicago? That is a job that uh, it, be, it, it just is, it bewilders me that anyone would want to have that, that job. You well, just heard I why. Live, well, get rich. Yeah. I live in Chicago, and you can look at my, um, and I heard that part about get rich, you can look at my uh, V2s and, and where I raise money. I don't try to raise money and be connected to be owned and bought by lobbyists. Why do I want to run? I mean, I'm a taxpayer in Chicago. I have seen how government has destroyed the fabric of Chicago's um, communities. And I don't plan to leave Chicago. I plan to be a taxpayer in Chicago and and stand up and make it better. I, I know out of all of the candidates in the uh, race for mayor, none of them have the goals of making sure that the people downtown, the people in Lincoln Park, the people in Streeterville no longer have to suffer from high property taxes because we're neglecting the west and south sides of Chicago. The people in Chicago suffer because of the neglect of, of black people in this city. And we have to make sure that everybody has a fair shot as it relates to education. We can't continue to do business as usual. Well, wait a second. You've got uh, all these other uh, esteemed black candidates and office holders, Tony Preckwinkle, uh, not not office holders, Lori Lightfoot, uh, Willie, Wil uh, Willie Wilson, and then an office holder in Dorothy Brown of sorts. Um, what about to all of those representatives of the black community, if we're going to play this, which I hate to play, this yeah, race identity that. politics that, you know, you have to be black to represent black people, you have to be Latino to no, represent black people. Right. You don't look, you know, and, and white people have said that they would vote for a black person because they did it for president. They do it all over the country. Of course. They've done it for years. So I'm not concerned about that. I just know that we can't have Daly as the mayor because he's been a part of the destruction of Chicago. We can't have Paul Dallas as mayor. He's been a part of the destruction 
of Chicago school systems. We can't have Tony Pertwinkle as mayor. She's entrenched and been a part of the destruction of communities. And we can't have Susan Mendoza. She's been a part of the destruction of the community. And I'm just saying that if we're going to turn the page in Chicago, we have to make sure that we have someone that understands the heart and soul of the community and that's willing to stand up and fight the powers to um, bring the government back to the common people so that we can stop um, raising taxes. We have to destroy the the process that we're all under. Now. Right. Well, we need to have some revenue coming in, and a lot of your opponents were su- suggesting a commuter tax. But if you look at what cities have a commuter tax, Detroit and Philadelphia, and I don't think that that's working for them. How do you feel about a commuter tax? Oh, I'm totally against a commuter tax. And you know what? What makes no sense to me is that we continue to talk about just taxing people without even talking about fixing the structural problems that we have in the city. So we're going to say, let's just bring more revenue in so the government could continue to waste it, and we haven't fixed the problems that we have before we even take more taxpayer dollars. So we can talk about uh, more taxes, but we're not going to talk about why we have to raise taxes and why we have this uh, structural deficit in the city of Chicago. It's unfair to taxpayers that we continue to talk about give me more of your hard-earned money without talking about fixing the problem. Yeah, or uh, certainly no discussion about reducing the spend. It's just uh, dope, gambling, and big government. Those are the three oh. prongs of, uh, of the political class in Chicago, right? Right, and that's unfortunate. And just because we bring in, as we have seen, just because we raise taxes, the bag tax, the sugar tax, the you name all the taxes that the city continues to raise on the working families, driving people deeper into poverty, driving people into homelessness. It's never enough because we're not fixing the problem. And so if we don't talk about fixing the problems and making sure that we um, shut off all the cronyism in the city of Chicago, you know, black people are not the only people that shut out of this government. There are white people. Oh. oh, he was about to say who else was shut out of the government, and he got shut no. down. Oh, there we go. Oh, LaShawn, sorry, you were cutting it, it, out. Yeah, I mean, black people are not the only people struggling in this city that's paying, right. True. That's paying taxes. White people in Streeterville, they, they, they struggle, too. People in, in, in Lincoln Park struggle. It may look like people are doing well, but everyone is suffering under this 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 um, attack on taxpayers. That's true, and I'm and one of the reasons I like Lashawn is that he's not going to play the racial identity politics stuff. Lashawn, where can people get uh, more information about your candidacy? FordForChicago.com, and and my commitment, uh, Dan and Amy, is to make sure that back to people. And we have to cut. We have to cut the cronyism in Chicago. And my campaign will give a chance to reset and destroy the old guards in Chicago. He is LaShawn Ford, state representative from the West Side, currently running for mayor of the city of Chicago. LaShawn, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Danny. Take care. And he also, if you want an extended discussion, 
on the issues. But um, LaShawn sat down uh, eh, six, eight weeks ago with me for and against the current long-form interview. We covered a lot of topics, so you can get that at upstream-ideas.com. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. If you're talking about it, Dan and Amy are talking about it. It's Chicago's Morning Answer on AM560, The Answer.